Oh, hey, uh, Brogan, did, did you just call me? Uh, yeah, hello, I, I can't hear you. I'm going through a tunnel. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll wait then. <laughs> did, did you call me? Oh, you're out of the tunnel? Uh, no, I thought you called me. Um, I mean, I get did, like, did you press maybe accidentally the that phone button, you know, on Discord? I, I, you know, my butt may have accidentally pressed the phone button. It may have also pressed the record button. Like, it, <laughs> it's weird that I, you say that because my audacity seems to be running as well. I don't know how that happened. Uh, I, I thought we quit the daydream cast. I thought it was over. Yeah, are you saying are you saying it's not over? Are you saying we're doing? Are you saying we should record one here since everything's running already? We are in one minute, and I'm gonna have the hot take of yes, yes, we should. All right, we're back. We're back. <laughs> Hello, and uh, we brought we brought someone to help us, you know, get get our feet wet, like you know, because we need an experienced veteran in the field. Well, because Paul gonna say, is clearly a mess right now. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, <laughs> because we have him here, like he will make us look good. Um, so welcome our guest, <laughs> Stephen, uh, from Hello. the Sister Podcast, um, ranking the monsters, uh, and you also may have heard him on Twingy Cast, and I think he's on like twenty other podcasts. Uh, I don't know if it's pushing 30 at the moment. I don't know where we at. She gets around. Um, maybe you can tell us, uh, Stephen, how many podcasts you're in right now. Um, that number is under negotiation. Okay. And when I get out of that, I will tell you. But uh, know that it is, you know, double figures. All right. All right. Well, since, um, yeah, since all you do is podcast, I'm glad you could fit us into your busy schedule. Uh, we're very happy to have you. Um, happy to be here. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, and of course, I should say, you know, my wonderful co-host Brogan is here. Um, thank you, thank you for uh, staying loyal to us during this uh, trying time where we were gone. Various things. I mean, I was on vacation for almost five weeks, so that was the main factor for the last uh, for the big hiatus here. And yeah, uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully we, we can return to some semblance of a schedule. Uh, and some semblance of uh, something. Steven, tell us about the video games you've played. <laughs> in uh, real life. Yeah, man. Yeah, in real life. Oh, thank you for that. Um, yeah, I, I, it's, I used to be a big, big, big video game person. I've kind of like fallen off the horse for a bit, but I've got back onto it. Um, my G1 jockey to um, get ready for this podcast for a little bit. So I'm pumped to talk about some new video games. I also spent a lot of time playing Quake today, but that's, that's somewhat irrelevant. Heck yeah, no, we can talk about that. <laughs> Fuck the notes. Let's talk about Quake. <laughs> it turns out Quake is just on Game Pass now, so I just played half of Quake of the um, That's original. That's the remastered just... version. Do you know yeah. anything about that, by the way? Um, Apart from that it exists, no. I just saw it there and was just like, yeah, I'll play some Quake. Well, well I mm. can tell you they gave... Um, I don't remember the, the studio, but the studio does like remasters of stuff. The big thing to note is that they did some updates to the textures. I mean, if you're a PC purist, you'd still like stick up your nose however what's really notable about it is that they sort of revamped matchmaking on it uh they added another episode um machine games made an episode in 2016 as well um the wolfenstein developers and then the other thing to note that's the most important is they actually brought back the trent reznor soundtrack Mm. um, which was cut from most versions for a long time 
Mm-hmm. Well, I can confirm that it's very fun. Um, so I just thought I'd sit down and play a little bit of that and just play through half of it um, because it's just a blast. But yeah, um, I was, I don't know, I have very much like a specific period of video games because I'm very much more of a normie than you two. Um, I grew up in a household where my parents um, would not let us have consoles in the house. So a lot of my friendships at school were predicated around who has an N64. Mm. So, you know, it was very much like whose house can I go around to play um, GoldenEye and Conquer and Perfect Dark? So a lot of my formative friendships were just parasitically on who's got a Nintendo console I can play at, um, but only had a PC at home. So I got like weirdly into wow. what I now know are like some like semi-classic games, but just crap that I had around. Like played a lot of like Planescape Torment, just not knowing what it was and getting lost a lot. Um, uh, so RPGs are like very formative, and then when went off to uni, um, got had a a PS3 and like the 360 uh, a little bit later, and pretty much played everything that came out from maybe like 2007 through to 2017. Um, so that's very much my period of if it was out then, it was notable. I played it and have some weird take on it. And so then 2007 then, to 2017, right? Brilliant. Yeah, ten years. You, of, ten, ten years. years of ten years of uni, huh? Would, would, would well, you no, stay starting at uni and going, going after... life, or you know? <laughs> <laughs> in many ways, yes, but maybe not because of video games. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I got like very, very involved and like not aware of like some like. Um, I mean, your theme tune being lovely, but like that idea of like playing video games way too much has dragged myself away from it. Um, but now I'm, I don't I'm know what that's like. That's fucking weird. Hmm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, who plays video games? Wow, that's embarrassing. Continue. Um, yeah, go on. Um, so to upset Pavlos, I mean, and to become even more of a cliche, so my, 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 my favourite game, because again, as a normie, would be Dark Souls, um, which was a, a lovely university discovery of <laughs> myself and a friend just getting that and just just being overwhelmed by it and loving it so much right. and then going to Demon Souls and then playing everything Thanks since. for joining us, Stephen. Yeah, uh, I know. I thought we'll, I'd try uh, and get out thanks, as quickly as possible. Thanks for making the time. Uh, we'll see you yeah. next time. And uh, yeah, the exit is over there. Yeah, um, bye. <laughs> no, sorry. I Dark like Dark Souls, Souls is your favorite. You <laughs> yeah. Your favorite game, huh? Yeah, yeah, no, totally. And I know mm. it's, you know, it's a cliche. Didn't response, you say you played like... uh, games before that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. Uh, uh, okay, ah, uh, sorry. I thought it was your that... first game. That's why. No, that, that and Half-Life 2 would be my, my favorites. Um, mm. and then sporadically out of there I, every now and then I get like a weird like MMO like mm. scratch um, which is the worst part of my myself like the other like month someone said that Guild Wars 2 was I, I bought Guild Wars 2 and it came out because I, I played so much of the original Guild Wars mm-hmm. um, like thousand and some hours of it just because it was a game that I had um, picked up Guild Wars 2 when it came out and it wasn't quite what I wanted so reinstalled that recently and ended up just buying Guild Wars 1 again and then thought I would play EverQuest 2 for a little bit. So I played a little bit of EverQuest 2 recently. Mm-hmm. That game still exists. I know that Vaughn, who writes the site, met his wife on that game. So I was inspired to see what it was like. Um, that's fun. So yeah, play it. So my recommendation is EverQuest 2. Wow. We mm. needed an MMO guy on here because uh, I'm scared of people. Mm, same. Well, like anybody. Any human content. Any, any Toontown, uh, Toontown talk in there? Club Penguin. RuneScape? I, oh, well, I've, I, you know, RuneScape was my life for a period, obviously, you know. Mm. We all went through that. And I've Club Penguin, I don't want to lie. Habbo Hotel as well, you know, if it was a an online, just like, it's, freely accessible, like, Flash game thing, I was there. Is Habbo Hotel a, a, like, obviously I also tried it at the time, but it just seemed like a chat room, is it more... Is oh, yeah, there, no, totally, you yeah, know, it's a chat room yeah, where you can just play stuff right? to just, yeah. Yeah, 
It's more like a. Well, now the Supreme Court has decided what a game is or whatever, we can we can actually apply the definition, and I don't think it fits. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that yeah, that's an illustrious career. And you, you said you're like, do you take you took like a little break and then you're back and now you're back or? Uh... I think so. Like I've played a, f- a few stuff recently. I, I I decided to I needed a new computer because of work reasons. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to get a mm-hmm. a laptop that can play some games, and that's kind of like throwing back into it. So I got right. it. Um, got onto the Game Pass, picked up. Um, it's a new Star Wars game, which I quite liked. What kind of laptop did you pick up? It's, I don't know. It's a. It's a laptop it plays some video games uh, we can say brands here <laughs> um asus laptop okay just i was just curious because it. i might get a new one as well soon even though this one's not too old yet but oh i thought pavlos was gonna be picky i thought he was gonna be like you picked up that laptop oh I, no, no, i expect no, I that with him every time i was I just like i'm gonna get shamed for my laptop choices not at all oh. that's the one thing i won't shame before okay good good to know so yeah, Game Pass. Uh, I mean, it's Game Pass. Like when you said earlier, oh, I saw Quake on Game Pass, and I just said, "Why well, play some Quake?" That's pre- pretty much the Game Pass experience, right? Like that's mm. a good thing about it. It's like, oh, look at this game. Oh, I can just start it. You know, I just I, I, I quote unquote own it. Uh, I can play it uh, as if I want immediately, which is which occasionally, Pavlos, you have examples like you buy Katamari Damacy Rerolled on Steam, and then you realize that oh, it was on Game Pass. So yeah, you just... that's. That can yeah, happen. That happens. That can happen. Let's uh, yeah, let's talk some. Let's talk some Katamari. Yeah, I I, I played Katamari Damacy recently, very very recently. Um, I was streaming it some people on Discord because it's just so fun. Um, it's a game I've wanted to play for so so long. I played the Vita one because I loved my Vita. Um, and didn't love the Vita one because I could tell it was like a just a very primitive version of what the game should be. Mm-hmm. But I was really big into Nobby Nobby Boy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, um, which I think few people were as like really obsessed by that game as I was. I played so much of it. Um, and just loved the vibe and weirdness of it and was so excited to finally get to Katamari and it's just the most glorious wonderful thing ever well obviously the soundtrack is just the best soundtrack but just yeah. the most fun like burst of like creativity and just so fun to just move around and do and remind people like man I love video games video games are great yeah it's a you know it's a great way to play that game uh, I, I I have I don't think I, I don't know if I've said it before on the show I own a PS2 copy of uh, Katamari Damashi and I just like I knew I, I imported it and I knew I wouldn't be able to play it because uh, mm. PS2 is region locked. So I just own a PS2 copy, but I can't, like, you know, I've never played it. I just wanted to own one. <laughs> I uh, mean, I have that with some things. Like, I bought a um, Super Famicom when I was out in Japan just because I thought it would be a fun thing to get and got a few games to go with it. So I have a version of um, Final Fantasy VI that's in Japanese and I've tried to play it and obviously I cannot. But yeah. it is a fun thing to just have and play and be like, oh, right. I can't get past the first fight. That's the block tutorial because I can't read any of this. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that, you know, Damashi is definitely still the best the best one. I mean, it's, it's either that or, or the... Or we love Katamari, the fir- you know the first two that Takahashi did um, himself, um, sort of, uh, and sort of dedicated himself to, uh, and um, yeah, I mean, does has anyone here played uh, Watam? The no, his like most recent game, uh, like it totally, uh, I, like I I was sort of fo- sort of half following it, and I totally missed then when it like fully released because there was all like demos out and stuff like that and like some it was at paxes and stuff like that uh and then i totally missed like the the point where it fully came out uh and then you know sometime later i, I looked like oh what's up with that and like oh it released in december 2019 i was like oh okay i missed that there nothing about it uh <laughs> yeah i never saw any coverage on it i i know yeah. nothing about it 
Yeah. I remember people talking about it and it being like some weird like hugging football game and I, I it was so in my head that I was going to play it as soon as it came out and then just like the both of you were just like it just apparently came out at some point and I completely missed it and I have no idea how and I'm just like yeah I should have played that but I don't know maybe right. it seems like it didn't make any impact so I didn't really miss out well you know I, I, I'll, I'll try it out at some point uh, something to investigate I think um, alright well uh, yeah Damashi is a great fantastic game of course uh, glad it's you... just one of the best examples of just like here is a premise and here is exactly what we can do with it and just like the, the acceleration for the levels is getting bigger and bigger but it's fun when you're small and it's fun when you're big and you go from being like how it's how exciting it is to pick up household items yeah. to just like rolling up the entire world and the yeah. credits is just that escalation of power is just so fun yeah, I agree. Like it's one, it's one of those examples of like the beauty of what games are as like a medium where it's just like the mechanic and the mechanic is the pitch. It is everything. And then the aesthetic and then like what's going on and like the humor and all that, all that's extra stuff, but the extra stuff helps so much to like give it such a identity. And it's just, it, yeah, it stands, it sounds proudly like a peacock. Yeah, but like even like the humor though is like an extension from its video game that's really really like like the little jokes come from what you are interacting with and like the fact that things are interactable of like yeah. how things react to you and what is around in the world and you want to pick things up because they look so wild or zany. It's just yeah, it's it's and also just like how it controls is just great. Like it's a great thing to like hang like it has like a weirdly long tutorial when I'm like I don't remember any of these things, but it moves exactly as you expect it to move. So I think it takes some time to get used to. I. I... I could, maybe like, you're some a pro people... like me, Pavlos. Maybe you know I'm just very good at the, the, the controls no, no. are very technical, but like once you get yeah. them, you've got them. But, like mm. I could, I could see like people no, no, I'm okay. stumbling on it. Right, right. Like I'm not saying I have I, I have problems with it. Uh, I agree <laughs> with you, but like I know that it's I know that um, there is uh, a a set of people that um, have sort of had always some reservations or like always had trouble sort of fully getting into it because mm. they were struggling with the. With the controls, I guess maybe it has to do with like some you know left-right coordination. Yeah, uh, it, it takes with it takes uh, like a stick sort of synchronization to where you're yeah. really on page with what you're doing with each stick, and that can be really like difficult for a lot of people, especially people that didn't grow up with you know dual analog sticks or anything like that. Like yeah. that, that's probably weird for them. And, and well, certain... I think that's why it didn't Sorry. work on the Vita because the analog sticks on the Vita were so were so crappy. Though mm -hmm. I love the Vita, but like anything game that like relied on them because there's so little movement in them. So Katamari Touched or whatever it's called, jeez, can't remember. Um, did just did not work quite right. I know that um, Calvin um, of of Calvin fame was playing um, Rerolled on Switch and having a little bit of trouble with it. And again, that like the analog sticks on that just aren't as good. Uh, on Switch, you mean? I mean, I've yeah, no, wait, I, mean, I think not as good as just a like a dual shock with just you know. I personally don't think the uh, wait. Oh, he was playing it with a dual shock. No, he was playing it with the. I presume with the Joy Cons. I presume. Oh um, yeah. Well, I personally okay. I don't know. I I, if, I don't know if it's a um, a problem of the uh, respective uh, controller. I think it's really just a. The, the control scheme, I think, just mm. can pose some problems with uh, for people. Uh, again, the left and right thing, you know, can be. Uh, and I think, it's a, uh, to a certain degree, it's part of the design. Like it's supposed, it is yeah. also supposed to be a little bit clumsy, you know, because you're rolling this giant ball around, and like, you know, sometimes it can be like, you know, when you, <laughs> like, you're supposed to like bump into stuff, um, and you know, like, like all of it. There's supposed to be a bit of an of inertia 
uh, with the ball mm-hmm. and everything. So I think part of it is design. Part of it is like just some people um, have naturally have trouble trouble with it. Um, does does the switch port of Katamari have uh, motion controls? I get the feeling Katamari would actually benefit at least in a gimmick way from motion controls. Like Monkey Ball. Yeah, like something like that. Like that'd be fun to like just shake shake your hands for like ten minutes and go, <laughs> okay, I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it does have that. Yeah. To to, to link back to what you you're saying, Pavlos, I agree that, like, that 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 sense of like being in control of out of control is like so well realized in that game, where it's like you just feel like you're just about to lose it, but it's just good enough to you can actually get around a bit better than you think you can. So it's just I don't know. It is always fun to interact with that thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, what else have you just uh, played on on the Game Pass uh, there? Well, there's a game I did play on the Game Pass on Friday to completion, which we are talking about later, and I'm very excited to get to talk to it with someone because I have a lot to say about it. But we will save that. Um, and then, yeah, Quake um, was what I was playing through. Mm, I didn't play uh, Psychonauts. Oh, oh God, yeah, damn. Oh, so yeah, you are right. Sorry, Mr. Segway. Yeah, I also played through Psychonauts 2. And also, yeah. I've been playing a bit of Psychonauts 1, um, which I got ages ago. But if you remember, the um, PC support and gamepad support for it was bad for a long time. Um, so I just had it in a Steam library, and now I finally got to that, and I'm really enjoying that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brogan, you've also played Psychonauts 2, is that correct? Big fan. I've played the first one multiple times. I'm I'm pretty like well versed in it, and then I played the second one to completion. Yeah. Okay, and do yeah you think well how do how do they compare? What do you say? Like two is better. Step up. Um, I would say that. Uh, it depends. It depends on your values as a gamer or whatever. I think that there's a lot of things <laughs> that when gamer you get values. into two. Um, it feels a lot. It feels very similar in terms of humor and personality. It feels like it. It's a direct sequel. It feels like nothing's changed after Which 20 years. Which is so years. weird. Yeah, it's very weird. Um, but that being said, in gameplay, they sort of streamlined a lot of like the adventure game aspects and a lot of the complexity with like people and whatever. And instead, tried to make it mm-hmm. a basic platformer, but still inventive in terms of uh aesthetic and creativity like yeah. that so like it's 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 really good i i would recommend anyone play psychonauts 2 but if you like the creativity of the first one the two doesn't really go for some of the things one wanted to right yeah i, I really like it also but it feels very much like video game sequel thing to me of like that idea of being like we took every mechanic and just like polished up a little bit it, it reminds me of like the bump we had like back in the day of like assassin's creed 1 2 2 or mass effect 1 2 2 of being like this is more polished and is better to play but that other game was kind of going for more interesting things and not quite getting at it i'd rather have an expansion of maybe that than this more like this is a video game that plays like a video game like i expect and therefore is satisfying mm, i guess uh the what many people have been talking about because i haven't played either of the games um is that you know even the fact that this is, this feels like that step from let's say what you compared it to like Mass Effect two, one to two or like you know this basic like iterate like polish the iteration as like polishing of rough rough edges and some new stuff um, the fact that this step from one to two has happened and successfully ha- uh, sort of happened mm. uh, or ha- successfully has been achieved in this. Uh, with uh, with or despite this big uh, break in between, I think many people find quite um, impressive uh, and notable uh, about this. That it feels like, you know, this just came out like this came out immediately after that when it's when it's been like how many years? I don't even know how many years. Uh, 
Yeah, it's been it's been close to twenty, less than obviously, but it's like right. not that far off. Right, right. So yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I like. I think. I think even if it's you know even if it's maybe not the. I totally understand. I think what you mean. Like it's uh, sort of maybe not as exciting because uh, as one, even though it's a better game. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what that I'd still say. sounds impressive and much better than you know. Meant like the there's been so many disappointments like was well, like you know oh, especially in terms of like cartoon platformers 3D cartoon platformers have had <laughs> it bad for a long time and like this is something that like if you are a fan of the genre I would say is a must play because you're not getting better than this in 2021 you know what I mean mm-hmm. especially with the budget and all that yeah. Um, yeah, the environment and, and stuff also really for like cool. crowdsourced like nostalgia sequels as well because this came through. Was it Fig that this was like yeah. somewhat? Obviously, Microsoft yeah. came in and therefore that's what exists. But there's been a, a healthy skepticism about these games that being like, remember this game from the past? We're making it again. Like this is like a oh god, I th- th- had a thing to mind. But what was that like horrible mascot platformer that came back recently? Ukulele, but ukulele? No, Bubsy. Was it Bubsy that came back recently? I Bubsy mean, was never many good. things. But no, I know, but but yeah. there's a, no, there's this sense of being like, let's bring this thing back. You remember? You're like, yeah, this is. I don't want this. And there is like that fear around these things. I think, mm. especially when like crowdfunding gets involved of being like trying to yeah. cater to a presumed audience. Many many things have come back and gotten sequels that we always forget because they also just they don't they're not not events anymore. They're just another Steam release. Uh, mm. and they're not not like no one's paying attention to it anymore. Um, but, you know, but, I think but, the but initial... like to it on Psychonauts 2 mm-hmm. it, it is the fact that like they took what people liked about the first generally speaking not the specialized stuff but like they they took the things that people hated and fixed those and yeah. then they just sort of like made it and like remember what you liked they captured the essence they didn't do they didn't fuck up the formula or anything like that and it's less special but it's still really really good and really really impressive uh, for it's style I don't know man yeah, it's also just like a really strong narrative adventure game. Like adventure in the sense of not adventure game in the, you know, point and click genre way, but just like it gives you an adventure. Like it has a really propulsive narrative that's really well paced. It is fun to play the way through. The story it tells is actually much more emotional and engaging than I thought it would be. Yeah, never like loses its kind of like charm and like innocence, but isn't I... annoying and mawkish because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like it, it, a good example would be... Um, that in the first game the mines you went into for the lar- for a large part of it didn't really matter like the per- like when you go into a person's brain spoiler alert you learn about the person but those people weren't necessarily the most developed in one a lot of the development came from the side characters that would like interact with each other in the camp like the kids um, in this one, most of the focus is on the people whose brains you go into. And I think that pays itself off in a narrative way that didn't work in one. Oh, yeah, totally. It really, like, jumps to the idea of, like, what does it mean to go inside someone's brain? And what does it mean for someone's brain to be, like, a landscape that, like, evolves and progresses in the way, like, a level evolves and progresses? So the way it, it links back, back to, like, metaphors about, like, mental change and cognitive change and how will change over time. And, like, yes, it's this weird, like, 20-year gap, but also it's very much, like age and aging is very much a part of the game quite strangely this idea of like these are older characters and you're very much exploring like the older cast who are kind of like tertiary to cyclists when i'm not playing as much as as brogan so i may be wrong here but it, it does deal with maturity more so even though there isn't that gap in in time and narrative it feels like 
there is a gap in terms of the content that's dealing with. I, I I saw an interview. I don't mean I don't mean to pull from other people, but he said it in a really well done way. I saw the zero punctuation review of Psychonauts two, and what he said was, "It feels like the writers of Psychonauts one. There, it's the same guy, Tim Schafer. He yeah. he knew how kids like he he knew had a sense of child like wonder to him in the first one, but he's old now. He's like way older. So like there's way less kid stuff in this because he doesn't know how to relate to kids anymore. So like most of what he talks about in Psychonauts 2 is mostly old broken people. And that's very yeah. that's very true. That's that's what's happening here. It does it really well though. They're very interestingly broken and like it, it knows what not to go into and I like obviously it being about um, a lot of it being about mental health um, and obviously the conversations around mental health like I was surprised actually playing back Psychonauts 1 a bit recently like actually unsurprised I guess that some of the ways they talk about things like mm, you would not say that anymore that's something that you would not go near and I think this game does a really good job of its language around mental health and what it means to try to help people who are struggling cognitively or they actually address something that i didn't think they would address which was that the main character jumps into people's minds yeah in the first one you did it kind of haphazardly you literally (laughs) just jumped in people's minds and fucked with them and um that was problematic you could say if you actually like took a step back but they actually addressed that in two to where uh, Raz, for the most part, asks uh, for consent before he goes into people's minds, unless it's an emergency or something. And, and and I think that's stronger for having the first game where that was so like like laissez-faire, just like a thing that's happened. Uh, that like it has the weight of being like you've not thought about this before, and now you should think about that. And that's like a really powerful thing to have for the player. Wow. Well, uh, my takeaway is that zero punctuation still exists. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> <Well dealt>. uh, <laughs> But no, I mean, yeah, that's uh, that all sounds um, quite enticing and interesting. Um, Can I say one thing on a level design, like level state of it? Go mm-hmm. ahead. I like I I think the level design is really fun. Like it's not quite like Mario Galaxy style of being like consistently new and creative. It's not the world's best platformer, but I do like that it it keeps on finding new ways to be interesting and new ways to be dynamic. I it wasn't as endlessly creative as I thought it would be. I feel like every level has its thing. And it's a different thing. I like that, that it's just like happy to throw things away. Um, but there are some levels you're like, I've done this. There's a level later on where you're just like clearing paths for this light thing that makes things appear that goes on for a long time. So there are a few things like, here's a new thing. And we just use it for a little bit too long. But the way it keeps finding new things is really impressive. I, I particularly like the level design of the hub. I, I, I don't know who said it. It may have been you, but like, I personally really like the hub world and the design of the external like sort of place you run around um the actual individual levels i think are the weak part and like the main appeal is the aesthetics of it and then like the actual platforming i'm like eh, the, the obstacle course stuff uh i could take or leave um if, if they gave me a better map i would have engaged more of the hub world stuff i get i get you yeah and oh and swapping powers sucks so much i need to mention that it's so annoying yeah it's not they, they didn't streamline it at all no, I agree with that. Especially for combat, which they put a lot mm. in. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, Pavlos, you played golf, right? Man, feels like a lifetime ago, but my <laughs> emotions about it still, uh, you know, still very strong. Um, because, uh, yes, uh, I if you if you remember on the last podcast, uh, on the last five episode, years ago, yes, um, I was sort of, uh, you know, like a preliminary sort of, you know, let's say, um, like, like, pos- relatively positive 
sort of but more like hopeful <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh um like expectation for golf which i just started at that point and i only played a little bit um, mario golf we should say we oh yeah said the m that word is, that is the m word golf the video game yeah mario golf um well but what's the subtitle again let me like uh, uh, i don't know super rush super rush okay yes i've played a lot of hours over well over 100 hours of world tour on the 3ds um which had a fantastic online mode uh where you create clubs a club uh and you could do like tournaments within that club which were asynchronous like people could just play um the whatever course and and, like rules etc you picked for that tournament and they could basically play the play that play those whatever number of holes and then submit their score and so it was and you know you set a time for it yeah, um an end date and stuff so it had stuff like that obviously it had also had like you know just live multiplayer which also worked great and uh, very creative uh courses i mean just like the series before that and now um you know i wasn't a big fan of the last tennis on switch uh the core tennis was very good but every the built the game built around that the structure everything was really severely lacking and um Golf, uh, unfortunately, doesn't even manage to nail the mechanics uh, at all because uh, it changes it. it sh- they changed it from a uh, from a like three click system to this weird, which is you know pretty standard for golf nowadays, um, to this weird uh, system where you have two bars, two power bars, and you basically uh, you set a the power, and then. Um, all you do is like uh <laughs> basically uh, the the higher the power depending on the surface you're on let's say if you max out the power that gives you a certain the high probability that your shot might go uh a bit sort of uh, awry like go maybe a bit askew like from what you aimed for and but it's basically i mean it's luck like basically uh, it's a risk thing but it's entirely uh, luck based whereas in the um in the previous games, um, but it was totally skill. Like on the third click, you would set the bar, right? You would set the power, it would come back. And if you hit it right on the line again from where you started, you know, you would have a precise shot. And then you could also put the um, you the spin on it, top spin, back spin, etc. So, so, so you're giving me the hot take that sport competitive sports games <laughs> should be consistent and not based on random chance. <laughs> that yeah that, that's my my controversial opinion and um, the 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 second bar is totally useless i mean it's for basically uh setting the curve on your shot so if you want the cur- the ball not to go like straight but like you know take a curve so you could go maybe around an obstacle that's that's what the entire second bar is um dedicated to and you do it with the right stick and you'd like press like while the bar goes up you press like the right stick in a certain direction a couple times to like give it more spin if you want and it's super awkward the this mechanic the idea is bad but also the execution is extremely awkward and why is the idea bad because we had that before you could set you could do that before by determining uh, the impact point on the ball on the golf ball like like many golf games like mario golf like you could set oh i want to hit the the ball like a little bit from below from the top like from the side so that's how you determined that, that's how you set a curve now you can't do anything with a golf ball you can't set you can't set where you will hit it at all so basically they simplified it uh but and uh, you know but um as a result introduced like chance they reduced 
they they took precision out of it they made it more still more like more obscure like they simplified it but they yeah. made it more obtuse uh, the, in the process no, no but and, you see that's so you see that's an area where i don't think simplicity really works for, for a game like that because golf as a sport is simple but the complexity <laughs> is in fans. the process of hitting the ball Listen, Mario Golf wasn't was never complex either. Like it's not, it's not like it was a complex game. <laughs> it was Mario Golf. No, no, mean. but you know what I'm saying is, is <laughs> yeah. like these these are essential properties to like what would make golf in, interesting to play as a sport. Which yeah. is like how I hit the ball should matter, and you know yeah. what I mean. Like, yeah. and then when you remove these factors away from which, the player, yeah, which club do I pick? And uh, like you know, take account into account the wind, the set the spin on it, etc. Like. Yes, and then there's also like, do I do a weaker shot, a stronger shot? Like you could set that, you could set that. Um, you could do like a power shot, which basically, if you hit the, uh, you would have like a couple of uses of a power shot. And if you hit it perfectly, it uh, if you would uh, if you um, hit it perfectly, it wouldn't take up that, uh, you know, it wouldn't take up that power shot. Like if you had five power shots, if you hit the power shot perfectly, like right back on the line on the third click, it wouldn't use it up. Um, so you know there was a little bit of that as well like of that basically at every point you would get rewarded you know for playing better for 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 the skill um and and now it's this weird just mesh of ideas that doesn't really work that's not i don't know how they could bungle the mechanics of this there's no need for it uh, but oh. that's only the start of it my friends like, oh no <laughs> okay. no i mean but this is only the to, one to, half to go to the complex point though like i feel like i have an expectation of especially like mario insert thing here game of like it should be like a pick up and play thing of being like oh i have this new mario game i could pass it to someone and they'd kind of get it too and like the fun is from the way they use these things and like just the way you've been describing it i'm just like i just cannot picture it in my head how this game works yeah, yeah. which is the way of evoking being like what this should be mario golf like i should be like pass it to a friend and go let's play a few rounds there was i know the game should be better but there was speculation when it came out like or like you know people were trying to figure out what the what the things meant like what the second bar meant how it would work jesus it would, christ if it was affecting like, it's not the witness some, like. if it was affecting like the shot in what way was it affecting it it's like, it's like ridiculous anyway uh then the courses and stuff are really 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 generic there's no like the themes of it like um you know the themes in the series like would obviously repeat like you'd have some sort of forest area some sort of like water where like it would be more water maybe beachy maybe you know may like a desert maybe like something from the mario series and so, so on but previous games always sort of tried to ma made it like interesting by sort of theme giving it a their own theme their own visual identity and stuff like that like just look at the courses from mario golf world tour for that um 3ds one here is just just that it's just like the most generic and empty very extremely like empty looking like simplistically rendered uh environments um and that's really something a process that has been going on and we've seen in tennis before that happened like there was also that wii u tennis if you remember and then we saw it in the the switch one um and in, even in the 3ds tennis one um uh, and now it's obviously uh, made it over to to the golf game uh, which is that they've just increasingly taking out personality from the game and like the, the extra effort like uh characters don't have like or like have significantly reduced and again much simpler um 
victory or like um, the the reactions when they should hit, hit like a a you know hole in one an eagle a a bogey a par a double bogey etc they used to have individual animations for each character for all of the for all of the single outcomes at the end of a, a hole you know and that's like uh, now they're basically like a positive one and a negative one and a par one but they're all but even those are like very simple and they don't play to like the uh, characteristics of the characters at all like they used to have elaborate animations and like almost like little cutscenes not quite but like almost for these characters like when they hit when they especially when they had like you know the, the eagle the albatross the the, the hole in one and stuff like that like it would be worth it for that um and you can see there's just a a that extra effort is totally totally gone from every level um of this game like in tennis you don't have you know how in tennis you used to have like when you play the single player you did the individual cups you'd get like every character had like a little like it's his or her own like cutscene um for the trophy ceremony like if you remember to mario golf uh, to mario tennis 64 mario tennis on the gamecube and stuff like that stuff like that like that's all been going and i feel like generally the these renditions of the characters are at their most uninteresting at the moment they're very I liken them to the Pokemon models at the moment, which are like this is the most cl the cleanest <laughs> and straightest like rendering, three D rendering of this design of this character. But yeah, what it's missing I is the care. Like remember the old Pokemon sprites, like right the was... personality. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm going to ask two questions, and you can and okay. you can respond however way. Number one. <laughs> Number one is, do you think this is, and obviously you've name-dropped multiple titles, how big of a problem do you think this is for Nintendo Switch titles? This is exactly what of, I was going to ask. Yeah. Like, it, how, how mean, big of a problem is that? And then number two is, mm -hmm. how sour are you on this game? Like, can you yeah. give me, like, a, okay. a, a crystallization of how upset you are at yeah. the, how bad the game is? I'm not even finished, right, about the game. Like, for example, the online oh. mode is significant. Like, it's a huge downgrade. Like, basically, you can't do anything besides play some live <laughs> golf. Like, it's... Uh, anyway, um, I, I'll, I'll answer the first... Uh, the second question first if that's okay like uh, I think uh, I'm, I'm very sour on this game because of how much I like world tour and I love the sports games and tennis and golf uh, Mario golf and Mario tennis uh, uh, very much and I was looking forward to this to having something also that we could play because you know others other people from our community picked it up um mm. and from other communities i mean and and like you know we were, we were ready and then then just the collective like l sort of interest like like how the the, the sort of <laughs> how we all lost interest lost interest in like the same trajectory <laughs> and same timeline sort of, of of like realizing oh like speed golf which is the big new thing is not really in like doesn't weigh doesn't that doesn't um is not the um that does, doesn't make up for everything else here because it's really not that interesting of a mode uh it meant it's kind of fun but like I would, you know, trade it instantly for everything else. I, I really wouldn't need it. Um, and so I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm quite a bit, quite sour on the game. The single player is also a big waste. I didn't even mention that. Like, there's so many things I haven't talked about yet. The single player, there's a single player, and you know, there you have like stats there and stuff like that. But they don't go full RPG with it, like with the handheld ones. Um, and it's just uh, you go to the, these different uninspired worlds, and there it's always the same structure of like missions you do before like the final tournament and then you move on to the next area it was very similar in the mario tennis game on um 
on Switch as well. Again, Mario Tennis is still good to play multiplayer because the core tennis is very good. Um, and you can even play like the old style or the new style with like all the extra mechanics in it. You can choose between those two. Um, you know, they didn't even manage that for golf. So very sour. And the first question, um, I don't think it's a general problem. I think it's a it's somewhat of a problem for sort of the spin-off series. I think the prestige titles don't have that issue. Um, like, you know, Odyssey or Breath of the Wild or whatever. Like those are Yeah, but Breath of the Wild's a Wii U game though. Like I feel like even Odyssey was like Odyssey was fun, but I feel like even I've like a bit after that been like that wasn't quite the new Great Mario game and like and Pokemon being disappointed to people as well. Okay, but okay, well, I, all right, I would about agree Odyssey with Pablos then. though in that Odyssey there is still effort in Odyssey. Yeah, no, is still Odyssey is great. But like it's it's not like the next galaxy, it's not the next Mario. It's not super innovative, no, but like mm. There, there is still, there is still a major, there is a major quality jump between Pokemon, which is clearly, <laughs> I don't know how to say it in a nice way, and and, and Mario, like there, there is an effort oh. difference and then a personality difference, and just like I could see that, I I understand what Pablo is saying. I fully, and, I completely disagree about Odyssey. Like, uh, I, I think it is the next big step. Um, I think you can have problems with the structure of like being, you know, like many have said, like, oh, it's too many moons and they don't all feel meaningful. I think that's a totally valid pro uh, point. But I think between the, you know, new mechanic of you inhabiting things and that changing up your total moveset every time and Mario's core moveset, which was has been expanded, expanded with Cappy and stuff like that to you being like, like a mobility we haven't seen before. Uh, since Donkey Kong 94 on the Game Boy for Mario, <laughs> which, uh, you know, that's obviously a bit cheeky by me, but still, like, that's <laughs> a hu like, huge movement upgrade and, like, huge, so many new options, like, which, you know, you can see, um, like, those come to, to if you've played, like, the balloon mode, Luigi's balloon mode or whatever it's called, uh, like, there people use all these uh, movement techniques to, like, put the balloons uh, in totally crazy places. Um, and that's and that's awesome and i think like all the worlds and stuff like that i don't know how you can say that any of them are like th and this like i'm talking here about the aspect of personality of the rendering of these characters and i think uh like if you look at the worlds of odyssey and stuff like that it's a crazy mishmash of ideas and themes like i don't think a creativity and personality is a problem at all for that game. no no I, I agree with that i don't i don't, I don't think it's lacking creative personality yeah. but i think like I, I i do think it's really good i think there has been this trend of these these switch games to just not hit i guess like metroid dread will be a good like litmus test for that to see if that if that really sure. hits or not but even like i mean i played a lot of animal crossing um as everyone did mm -hmm. um but even that i was just like i when i realized there wasn't that much to it and like i didn't actually want to spend much time with my animal pals and once mm -hmm. i got through like the grind of being like it was just like a, a tech tree basically and once mm -hmm. i got to the top of that and made myself i was like actually this game is flashy there isn't that much here and mm -hmm. i don't know I, I feel quite similarly with like a lot of the switch games and like i really enjoy them when i'm playing them for a while and go actually this did not stick with me and this is not gonna be a game that i think about in the future and i'm so used to the nintendo games being like this typified something and this was such a great shining time of difference in like the video landscape and i'm just not getting that on the switch despite the switch i think being a great console well, uh, okay, well, um, what I would say for what I was going to say is like, for me, this is a problem that is mostly one for this, for series like golf, tennis, Mario Party, and so on, where just these characters are, if you compare the stock, like, 
for me it's all about just how are these characters how, how what is the interpretation of these characters how do they move how, what's the animation like how do they look and so on and if you compare sort of these side series uh, from like l64 gamecube and stuff like that there's much more personality um there in terms of how these you know it's still the same characters but how they're realized as a and i feel like this generation you get like very these very clean hd renditions of them um, but not which are but they are not as endearingly animated. They're not as endearingly like there's they there's missing that the extra mile is missing for them. But uh, I don't see it. A, I don't see a big issue there. I don't see a big issue for. Um, I don't see that as an issue for like the bigger, more prestige titles. I don't see that for Animal Crossing at all, for example. Even though I agree, but I think it's a different. What you talked about is just okay, a different yeah, thing yeah. of the Nintendo games hitting like maybe. Um, being that's maybe a bit disappointing as games i was just talking about the very specific thing of like the in, the interpretation and the sort of personality that they afford to their to their cast uh, throughout the generations um and i think in the side in this spin-off series um uh, it has been lacking for for a little bit um but you know and i think part of that is the jump to hd i'm i'm definitely uh Con- I'm convinced by that because uh, it it has led them here and there to sort of go for a very clean like interpretation where you know you could be much more um, you could go much crazier with it or like e- even for the l- uh, less important um, titles. But anyway, I mean, I I, I definitely you know I, th- I think how one feels about a generation of Nintendo games, you know, that you will find all opinions. Uh, about them, yeah. of course. Uh, I also, you know, Animal Crossing for me is all has always been the, you know, oh, s- spend like you know, play like sixty, like like a lot of it, and then stop completely, um, <laughs> um, just because I've had my fill. Um, um, you know, it's it is a game for the long breath, uh, uh, and for you know, just a different mode of playing. Not really something you play through, right? It's like uh, the people that are get into it. It's like something they just play on a daily basis. Um, yeah, no, I agree, but I feel like the things that would usually keep me playing, like Daily Animal Crossing, just did not hold up in this one. Like, okay. I, I played it for sure. the same time period, but for different reasons, and therefore I still thought like it would have the underpinning for there, and like right. the actual interaction of like being on the island and just like having it as more of like an ambient experience to just like be a villager, but obviously an island at this time just did not hold up much interest. I was just like, oh, this has just become like The Sims to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought the island uh, and the crafting were a mistake. Like, I think the... Mm. The island as an environment is not as interesting as uh, uh, it used to be because it was lacking like a town or like you know it was lacking like like the previous games had and um, also the yeah I think the crafting it just becomes tedious like it just becomes you know you, there's this extra step like once you've made like especially once you make something like when you have to make something like constantly when you have to build something the same yeah. thing over and over. Yeah. And it was used in place of other things that used to be just the game, like so many elements that were the game now became like, you have to craft to do this now, or is like, this is replaced with crafting. So like, it wasn't like, a, oh, what a cool new thing to like, I wish this wasn't here now, because this is just what it is. Yeah. This is just Animal Crossing now. Yeah. And I've talked about before how like, you know, Nintendo um, designs uh, new sequels around new ideas, like around new conceits. Um, and we've talked about it on the on the show before, like it's kind of their, their MO. Um, and... You know, this one didn't land the crafting. Um, there is a game later on that I'll talk on, about later on that where you know the the new conceit definitely lands uh, and works out. Um, 
but yeah let's let's close the book on mario golf i really haven't played yeah. it since. i haven't played it in yeah you know since uh, like uh I, I don't know when it came out let's say in july i don't know i, I don't think i've played it uh since uh july so there you go um can i use your your collective gaming wisdom here you two people that play more video games than i of because like two sequels came out relatively recently to like games that I love. Did either of you play the the Switch um, sequel to Delhi Premonition or No More Heroes Three? I'm um, I'm going to play No More Heroes Three eventually. Cal yeah. probably did. Didn't Cal talk about Deadly Premonition? Too? Yeah, Cal has talked about it on the cast. But okay. I don't think that if I don't I don't know if he's played very much of it. Um, we 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 are like we we are big Deadly Premonition fans here. So but of course. Uh, uh, but. Um, Two is I saw two on sale <laughs> the other day, <laughs> and I was like, eh. <laughs> uh, maybe I need a, a few more percent off on that. <laughs> um, well, but uh, well, Brogan, yeah. then you need to play Nemo Hibos three because I love the first two so much, but I'm not ready I, to. I, I to hear three is a banger, apparently. Okay, I, cool. I get, so, but I, I, I want you to reliably tell me that once you've played it, and then I'll play. I, I have three, but I wanted to replay one and play two. yeah that that's uh, the thing is i i want i want to replay yeah them again. and i haven't I, played yeah. two yet so i want to play uh, oh, two is really fun so i need to play that as well i have them i have them on on wii so mm. i would get to them um apologies for that i just wanted to know no no uh, for sure um maybe no more heroes episode could be something for the future uh, i would, oh, hell yeah. for would love write that. it would down love that. in the spreadsheet <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I also played Pokemon Unite, and I'm still like playing it here and here and there. Um, okay, it's... <laughs> we got to talk about something. We got <laughs> time out, man. Why? Why? Listen, Why, man? listen. I like Heroes of the Storm. It was are, a. Like, are I'm... you a MOBA person? Like outside of that, like do you play a lot of these? No, no, because Heroes of I... the Storm was okay. I didn't mind Heroes of the Storm. I why why I played I didn't play too much Heroes, uh, Heroes of the Storm, but I played you know it's a decent amount of it and I enjoyed it. Um, but um, my problem with MOBAs is that I'm down in theory. I'm down for it for it, uh, but it's always too complicated. The matches are way too long, way too long, mm-hmm. uh, and so on. Like it was never. You know, and, and and that's why Heroes of the Storm spoke to me because it was much more streamlined, much more streamlined, and like the matches were shorter and stuff like that. And this is even more streamlined, and the um, matches are even shorter because they're capped at ten minutes. It's not like um, like at ten minutes, it's a score thing, um, basically. So you kill um, the you know you kill the the critters on the on the uh, on the on the map. Uh, which gives you points also you know if you kill an enemy an opponent i mean you get points um there's a couple of uh sort of uh, critters on the board which then if you get the final blow on them if you get the kill that will give you something for example it will take away the defenses from the um enemy goals so uh the little that what you you know what what are usually towers in mobas here are like hoops like goals <laughs> where you like score where you like slam basically you slam pokemon into oh yes like pokemon a a game with hoops and goals yes 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 and um you play pokemon depending on if that you know if they have an evolution you evolve mid fight if they don't you know maybe that pokemon is stronger in the early game but then a bit weaker later once the others have evolved Mm. uh pokemon have different have different like you know uh specialties like attack defense uh like uh jungler blah 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 blah. um (laughs) Like different, like the typical like MOBA roles, so to speak. Like uh, Pokemon have have that, like support, etc. Um, um, different specialties. Um, 
and yeah they have their attacks you have like you know you have a very simple tree you know how in, like the complicated MOBAs you know you can there's always like a when you level you can pick a new ability you can upgrade an ability and so on and here you know all that is streamlined here it's still there but it's just much more streamlined much easier you can hold one you hold one item uh, that you can use that you pick at the start there's no like item shop or anything during the match there's only two lane two lanes in a middle area so uh, I oh, honestly um, I mean mm, they give away quite a like the currency and stuff like they give away is pretty decent um, uh, and you know you can get like funny skins for the Pokemon which I skins, saw Blastoise skins are pretty wear good. a dad outfit. Yeah, the I skins, saw that too. The skins are great. pretty. The skins are generally on that level. They're really pretty good. Um, obviously, you have to pay for them, but some stuff, not all of them. Some stuff you get through. You can get like through quests and stuff like that through missions. Um, so honestly, I can't really like. I, I think if you're in that position where you're generally in for a MOBA, but you want something shorter and much more streamlined this game is it like uh, i think it's uh, the your best bet right now and honestly the pokemon unite the pokemon skinnings the the, the pokemon skinnings skin, the, sorry the pokemon <laughs> Jeez, the oh, Cry pokemon it's like the, yeah i don't want to play this game anymore the theme i wanted to say theming and and skin like and then i mixed it so the pokemon mm. theming the pokemon skin for this moba uh, um you know i i personally care more about that than about blizzard stuff so that's it that's <laughs> a bonus uh, i agree well. Who's your uh, Pokemon of choice? Who are you Pokemoning as? So I play uh, a couple uh, Pokemon. I play my boy Bulbasaur. Um, mm -hmm. Good boy, good boy. Evolves. Uh, I play Zoroara. No, uh, is it how, Zoro? How called? Z no, Zoro Arc. I would Zoro, Zoro. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's a Pokemon I don't really know, but um, I mean I know it from other spin-off games. But David would be very disappointed since I don't play this. the main games anymore. I don't really know it. I just know it from spin-offs. Uh, but mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, I play that. I play Slowbro. Um, uh -huh. There you go. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a pretty good like supporty guy. He can like keep keep people in in the air with like telekinesis and stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, and um, and Pavlos, I, I know you were a big I play fan the bunny of Pokemon with Cafe the Mix. How does it compare <laughs> to Pokemon Cafe Mix, which I've heard you talk about for like three hours? Dude, I would have I would have I, I I like I fire up. Pokemon Cafe makes like every two weeks or so, maybe. <laughs> and I haven't in a while because I read that they're completely rehauling the game. So, um, God. yeah, I'm gonna I'm curious what they're gonna do with that. They're gentrifying <laughs> the cafe. Yeah, no, it was already it was already pretty gentrified. Okay, um, cool. yeah, yeah, I don't know if you've seen the cafe in that. I have not, but your word pictures have been enough. All How right. much do they charge for a cup of coffee? It's a pretty fancy cafe. <laughs> no, uh, no prizes. Uh, no, no prices for the stuff. I don't know. Yeah, how how does it work? Maybe it's maybe it's for, maybe it's all free. I don't know. Uh, oh, I hope so. That's I why mean, they're having to redo everything. Pokemon it's don't have failing. money. Pokemon don't have money. Like, yeah, they just fight. Yeah, like do they? What do they bring? Like apples? Their 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 poop? Something like that? I don't know what <laughs> they can. <laughs> all right. They throw berries Tell at me each other. <laughs> goodness. Um. Anyway. So yeah, Pokemon Unite, you know, thumbs up. It's and it's free, free, obviously, free to play. So you know, kids. You're still it playing it, right? Um. Uh, yeah. There's currently no like, um, ev like Events string or of like or string of like quests. Yeah, string of like missions that are too important. So been playing it a little bit less, less. But uh, yeah, I I'm, I I play a game a match here and there like every couple of days. Uh, okay. Yeah. 
Uh, I also played Kingdom Rush in on vacation. That was kind of my game. It's just a you know pretty famous like tower defense game. There's a couple of them now. I think three of them, um, and it's very good. Uh, just extremely solid tower defense. You you know you have different towers. You have different upgrade paths for them. You have a hero on the map that can that you control that can do stuff as well. Um, it's you know if you like tower defense, I haven't played one in a while. Even though I used to quite like quite enjoy the genre. Um, uh, that is very solid, and yeah, it's not a new thing. It, it played on Switch, very perfect. I mean, perfectly suited for that. Um, so, yeah, check that out if you like Tower Defense, Kingdom Rush. But uh, yeah, enough about my games. I have I have a couple more for later. But um, uh, Brogan, what have you been up to since uh, oh we last my talked? Yeah. Holy shit! All right, so I needed to talk about Shadow Tower, the FromSoft PS1 title. Yeah. Hello. Your journey continues. My journey continues. And this one was a weird one. This one was um, curious to talk about. Um, I would say that it's scarier. It has. It's more rooted in horror. It's also very clearly more, like, inspiring to Dark Souls. Uh, like, there's a lot of creatures, and it has really unique and cool creature designs. And, like, when you play it, it's heavy atmosphere, um, it plays into mm. sound effects. There's like, I think there's like maybe the main menu, but other than that, there's no music. Um, just just voiceover and sound effects. Um, so take that for what you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but heavy atmosphere, very very cool in that aspect. Great creature designs. It feels like Dark Souls. Like you'd be like, oh my god, this is a PS1 Dark Souls game. Um, however. Um, <laughs> The gameplay is weird. It plays like Kingsfield. However, it's worse. <laughs> okay. Uh, Put that um, on the poster. It, like Kingsfield, but worse. Um, the <laughs> it's a gimmick. There's a gimmick to it. Um, basically, number one, there's no there's no real leveling. It's not like a real RPG in that. Mm-hmm. In Kingsfield, if you killed twenty enemies or X enemies, you'd level up. um in in shadow tower if you kill an enemy you just get a little like plus one to your strength and it's a very minute very not a big deal grinding is not a thing there's not a lot of respawning enemies um the the there's not a lot of money money's not a real currency there's there's different kinds of ways you can trade however your primary way of trading is going to be your equipment and if you want to go to a health vendor and get health potions, you give them a sword. And no. oh yeah, oh yeah, you're seeing the problem now. No, and, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and uh, the the, uh, the the oh, I can't believe I forget the word. The equipment duration. The uh, uh, yeah, the you know yeah. We the, know what you mean. <laughs> How many times you can hit the enemy before yeah. the sword breaks? It's a very short amount of time. If you pick up a rapier that has like fifteen endurance oh. or whatever durability, it will it will break after the third enemy. Cool. So and <laughs> and you can repair it. You can, but you would have to go to a repair vendor and you give him your health. Like. Mm. Was this game popular at the time? Is this one of those ones that were like was a critical hit but no one played, or is this just like a completely 
no one ever spoke about video well, games. Well, I mean, it, they were a, like I mean, PS1 from Soft games. Yeah. So I don't think they were ever rave reviews, except no. maybe King's yeah. But but Shadow Tower did get sequels. Um, yeah. I I'm pretty sure the general consensus now is like what I just said, which is it's not fun to play. However, it looks really cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you skip uh, Armored Core? By the way, you do. I'm gonna. I'm get. I'm going through. I'm. I'm not doing it in like a weird order. I literally wanted okay. to play the Dark Souls esque ones first. Okay. Um, I will. I'm even gonna do like Echo Knight and shit. Are you gonna I do will Ninja Blade? Mm-hmm. When are you playing Ninja Blade? Uh, much later down the road. Cool. <laughs> yeah, you got a long when we way are ahead. all older and we restart the daydream cast for the fifth time. You have a you have a long way ahead. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's play some, I don't know, Forever Kingdom. <laughs> Were they the Steel Battalion people? Was that someone else? What? Uh, the, what? Steel Battalion? <laughs> what, what, what's, what's the, You're what's thinking the mech? of Armored Core. That's the no, armor. no, the mech video game where you had a mech controller. The controller was the mech. Who made that? Uh Oh, well, that, that was... Uh, wasn't that like... Uh, West, uh, wasn't that... Wait, no. Was it Capcom? I don't know. You're the video game people. When I say this, you should know. I, haven't had about I don't even know what you mean by while. the controller was the mech. Yeah, like it was a peripheral. I know what he yeah, It was called Steel Battalion. You laugh at me. I know what you. I know what you mean. Thank you. you Thank you. Yeah, I was right. Capcom, Uh, Capcom series. Um, Okay. Thank you very much. See, I I knew. You're Uh, the kaiju expert, Steven. Yes. Well, the mech is not a kaiju. I don't care. But do does do they not fight kaiju in that? Do they just fight? Exactly. They fight the kaiju broken. I don't. That's why I don't like a mech. It fights a kaiju. (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm I'm a kaiju. Gundam mech bigot. I think they're all the same. I li- they're all the same. I, I watched Jaeger's it. I watched, IG, there's no difference. I watched the first Gundam uh, movie before we recorded here, and I'm I'm gonna be the the mech representative from now on. Uh, okay. Just based on that, and 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 the Macross film I've saw I've seen. I went to the Gundam ago. cafe in Tokyo. It was cool. Well, that doesn't count. Uh, I'm still. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Gundam I apologize. Uh, the mecha guy here. From now on, the mecha editor, and uh, I will. I want them separated. They're not okay. kaiju's. Uh, I agree. And yeah, okay, there we go. Well, so we can all, you know, stay in we'll our lanes. Along. We can all stay in our lanes. Yes. Uh, right. So, uh, speaking of, you know, speaking of swords, since we talked quite a bit about swords. <laughs> After this, are, like two-minute mech conversation. Speaking of swords. Yes, yeah, yeah, I mean, Brogan talked about swords, you know. I know he played some other game that involved some sort of action. Okay, there you go. Your segues are getting... I don't know if they're getting worse or better. Uh, yeah, I played Skyward Sword, <laughs> uh, the the Whoa. Switch port. Um, and, yes. I, and it's weird. Um, I think it is simultaneously... Um, mm-hmm. I think they've done the least amount of work on the port to this versus wind wakers hd and twilight princess however i think it was the most needed and most deserved and skyward swords playable now to like a good extent um Mm -hmm. like i i think any i think the major problems people had are directly addressed by the port and it looks really good um and i think i think the the 
the sticklers would be like the actual game design or the motion controls but i didn't even use the motion controls this time i used uh the stick controls and they worked perfectly fine um i enjoyed it with that and i i i probably have bumped skyward sword up in my zelda ranking now oh there you go above what what's been displaced i don't i you're you're asking me way too complex of questions no i mean i was was, to ranking sir I, I would have said Skyward Sword would have probably been, like, middle of the pack mm. or something like that. I'm bumping it up now. I, I like it. I I probably like it more than Twilight Princess, I'm okay. going to be honest. Yeah. I like um, Twilight Princess. Yeah. Um, yeah. I am I, really looking forward to playing this again because I was already a fan of it. This is one of my favorite 3D Zeldas. Uh, really? Really? Yes, and uh, it's got it's got really good dungeon design. Again, yes. the art looks really good. Yes. Here's the thing I'll say is when I played it, even with the sticks, I noticed that what was really special about it was every single enemy encounter was felt special with the control scheme. That's mm-hmm. how I felt. Where yeah, it was like, like I had to pay it. attention and react. Yes, where you strike it, where you strike an enemy and stuff like that, the w- which direction you swing the sword and stuff is very important. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was a big thing. And I mean, I played it on the Wii with the Wii Motion Plus and like I had no issues at all. Um, so I enjoyed it based on that. But it did need, really need those quality of life uh, changes. There's some other stuff like, um, you know, the, the air. The airspace is a little bit, um, could be a bit better. There's a fight you do over a couple times, three times, I think, or I don't even know, two or three times uh, that obviously they didn't change because that would be quite a significant uh, change of the game. But, um, you know, the quality of life stuff with the tech stuff, like I wasn't even bothered by fee when I played it, honestly. <laughs> but well, You uh, probably played it all in one go. I'm just kidding. No, but like... <laughs> no, I but like, I, I, I still think, you know, I still think it's a great change to have that, you know, to be able to speed that up. So, I'm, you know, glad they did that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's like they, they cut down quite a bit. Like, you know, obviously people have timed it, the playthroughs, and uh, just the quality of life changes, like take, um, uh, you know, t- like, like reduce the playtime um quite a bit like several like i don't even know exactly the the time but like it's crazy how much it is like like i think like 10 hours or something like that like um just the improvements cannot be overstated especially with like this added save points and warp points and stuff like all of it's really helpful it's all you have that amiibo that lets you um travel more no but i i didn't super need that okay that's good to Um, know Hmm. yeah no like with what they've done it didn't feel like it was like a oh man they're really fucking me i uh (laughs) i really like the dungeon designs i like the music which is a bit more minimalist um but really cool uh and i really do like the set of characters the cast of characters and the like town this Uh, this one has like a really good plot and like the zelda link relationship is at its best so yeah some of the best traditions of those characters and like your relationships with the characters in the town they uh, develop like they they change uh bruce like... is amazing one of the best supporting characters of all time <laughs> i like the know? shop lady the young shop lady that you know where you know, get a little romance on with uh <laughs> with link um yeah I, I, it's, it's one of my favorite 3d zeldas i prefer 2d zeldas generally but uh yeah so so you know take 
take it with a grain of salt. But I still like the 3D Zeldas, and this is one of my favorites, uh, always, always been. So yeah, looking forward to playing it again. Um, did you want to say anything, Stephen? Um, I, I, I never played it. I got really put off by the... I, I didn't have Wii Motion Plus, so I could not play it um, when it came out. Um, and everyone just said it took hours and hours to get going and I, I already thought that Twilight Princess took too long to get going and hadn't finished that at that point I've since gone back to that and actually really like it ultimately so I mean maybe, maybe I'll get it you, you've somewhat sold it to me but is it still is it still really long I know that it's shorter and like more streamlined but is it still very very long yes it's like they didn't like remove chunks of the game no it is long yes I mean, compared to what, though? I mean... Yeah, I, I, there's, it's a very hard frame of reference here. Yeah. Like, also, the beginning of it, I, I don't think it's long at all. I think You can skip when you the compare it, Yeah, you can skip it. <laughs> like, when you compare... I mean, and to speed up through the text if you want, but, like, if you... Uh, um, like, I don't... I never got why people thought the beginning was long. If you compare it to, you know, like, Zelda... Twilight Princess like was Ze- really... Be- I, I played Twilight Princess, like, a couple months ago, and that beginning was really long. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you just started like you know. There's it has like a start. It gives itself, um, you know, like like it sets up who Link is, and then like how the you know the crisis, um, sort of sets sets in, um, at some point. But like, uh, it's it's. I always thought it was a you know just a normal beginning. It's just obviously longer because it is an actual beginning compared to something like zelda one and all the games that did it then like zelda one where it's just you know you're the, here you go <laughs> game starts begin of the adventure let's go like even breath of the wild is that you know yeah um so obviously compared to that but like i find that a weird reference point like uh, obviously to that like obviously obviously to an arcade game the beginning is I, like, I didn't like, play the game i haven't played it i'm just saying what I've no, heard. no 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 i'm not talking about you i'm just talking i'm talking about the the this opinion about skyward yeah. sword where people well, i mean you're comparing it to like arcade games or whatever like i i would say that people probably felt it in the same way like because like wind waker would probably wind waker doesn't give you a dungeon until much later but you do actively do things in wind waker there's like the forsaken fortress and you do go sailing pretty pretty early on um th- those activities happen okay. again with twilight princess no, no, i'm not no. going to defend that I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure this game's that. better than that now i'm not accepting but... that i think people are hypocritical about this because <laughs> for example i'll give you a good example where like i said like i realized what's going on it's like i watched um i watched a friend of us play a murph a friend of the show play that new assassin's street Val- valhalla um, yeah. Yes. This? yeah 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 and like you can argue the beginning of that game is like six seven hours long like it takes yes, forever until you actually do stuff like until you actually until you can pr- really argue yes. that you're playing the game um like and it's not even dissimilar like except there it's like it's like it's like zelda except in zelda you have actually have more control even though you're limited in your options at the start at least you're controlling the entire time there it's like you have limited control and also you're watching cutscenes the entire time i am i am because i find people measuring with two yardsticks (laughs) here um okay all i'm saying no no first off i agree with you all right i'm on your side man i'm just saying especially if you use the yardstick for like measuring zelda titles especially like and you could argue that like because i would also be using majora's mask and ocarina of time in like engaging people into the world 
Um, I think those start really soon, but those were also earlier titles, less sophisticated, less technical. And I understand that. Uh, look, I get it. And especially, like, Skyward Sword has a directed story that it actively wants to tell and is actively committed to telling. And again, I, I, look, I think it's contemporary or whatever is fucking Twilight Princess, and it, it's, it, like, beats it in spades. So, like, I'm, I'm ultimately agreeing with you here. I, and then when you take it outside of the genre, outside of its franchise yeah you're absolutely right people will spend fucking 20 hours playing an rpg until the game gets good and then they play the game you know what i mean like there people have just different thresholds of patience pain yeah it's become a weird meme with skyward sword i think that is totally well, i'm glad to know it's just a meme because um, again i've only heard about it in here so we're talking around it so you know I, you, you've got me more positive in this game than i have ever been before I, I will say go. to dash to make it a little bitter. The other Ooh. contemporary in our community, Yep, uh, played it mostly with motion controls, and he still had difficulty with the motion controls. Um, again, okay. I never played with motion controls because I was like, "Fuck that!" Yeah, and then, I don't know um, why you would do that. And and I had a I had a good time throughout. So yeah, right. And and sorry, did did you play it before? Did you play it on the Wii, or is this your I, first time? I played it on I played it on the Wii with the Motion Plus. Yes, okay. when it came out. Yes. Yeah. Um, All right. I I it, I wasn't like super fond of it or whatever. But oh, I yeah, was sorry, never, you like, said it went up your ranking, so of course you did. I, 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 I never put it in like D or F tier. At most, it was like C or B or whatever. Okay. Uh, speaking of D or F tiers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking <laughs> of segues, here's another one. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Brad Brogan, you played with our friend of the show Murph. Uh, you've uh, you've played um, another like a staple of the show at this point, which is shitting on Resident Evil games. Uh, I swear, this is uh, yeah. And you've played five. Steven, do you play Resident Evil? Yeah, I gotta I've, know. I have. I have. I love Resident Evil Four. Um, I played Resident Evil Five. I've completed that game like seven times. Um, what? You should know Resident Evil 5 is bad. But, oh, no, it's but, bad. Look. No, it's bad. I've just, I've just played through it like seven times because I just, the co-op, just oh, people yeah. had it when it came out. So we just repeatedly look. played through it and like on professional mm. with like all the stuff. It's bad. Same. But... Okay. Ulti- okay. Number one, I played with Murph on YouTube. You can actually I watched bits of it. It watch was us actively play it and actively dislike it or like it whenever that happens when are we rebranding the channel by the way to the official daydream cast uh mm. playthrough channel <laughs> we, we, we will see <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry go ahead it's better than six though like come on I, i'll say this pavlos when when those videos make more views than my fucking 100 oh. view dark souls lord oh. videos oh, yeah. that that's the moment <laughs> okay okay i see i need to watch those <laughs> okay anyways resident evil 5 um i i think for me personally number one murph having started his journey and went through them like pretty much all resident evil games um he he was very sour on it he gave it an f by the end even then by the end of five i honestly i would give it a d it's a total d it's a d oh uh, it's you a punch d. a rock though punching that rock is fun that was the highlight of the last that's, six that's hours. That's also about how fun the game is in general. Game. It's like as fun as punching a rock. I like when Wesker says he's going to give you eight minutes and just like runs around for a while. That bit's fun. <laughs> you have no idea how fun that was not, actually, when you played it. 
When you are told you have seven minutes to do nothing and you yes. do nothing for seven minutes, you're actively aware that you're not having fun. Seven minutes. That's what I'm giving you. Seven minutes. Oh. Yeah. But but like that being said, I think the game started okay. Oh. For Murph, it started bad. But for me, it started okay. And it got worse progressively as it went on. And it started to really lose focus and started getting really messy. And I'm sure when we play six that it just starts messy. Six oh, is man. abysmal. Oh, like, kind man. of a clarification, though. I, I agree that when you start playing it, like, it's okay towards the beginning, but the opening prologue segment of Resident Evil 5 is so unbelievably racist and terrible. Um, the entirety of the game is No, 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 no. It, it is. But especially at the beginning, where, like, it's not the fear about zombies yet. The fear is that you are in Africa, and Africa is scary, and there's, like, there's, like half an hour Oh, of yeah, that. just, like, yeah, there's people just putting each other in bags and all that. I yep. don't know. I, I also felt a little weird going to, like, a native you know, tribal place and just massacring the oh, God, and all the iconography is there. horrendous. Like <laughs> mm. and, and also looting their treasure. Looting their <laughs> yes. sacred treasure. Those Trevor <laughs> those Trevor outfits though, huh? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How about that? Okay. Well yeah, uh, we're gonna be it's fun, but it sucks. Uh, uh yeah, we've picked Resident Evil Six. Obviously I was it's gonna be a three part series. I wanted to do like I wanted to shit on every campaign of Ugh. six separately in separate shows so um uh yeah uh, depending on when you start on that with murph uh we can I, be... I should be starting six tonight okay there you go okay uh, i think i yeah, played we'll through be... two of the campaigns and i just never played the other one because the other the two that i played were so bad six takes everything from five that's bad and just is it just turns it up to 11 in, in the badness yeah. and uh also um it is so so a game of like so it's lagging so behind because it's like copying so many game, other games that at the time they were popular, like Call of Duty, Gears, and stuff like that. But like, uh, you know, and Q- it still has the QDs and stuff like that. Ugh. But um, is is just late on it, and also that's just the most uh, uninspired, non-functional versions of that. Uh, and it's amazing. Like, but you can see so much money being like burned in real time while you play it as well. It's like so. We'll have an extensive yeah. Resident Evil Ugh. Six discussion. Yes, yes. and I'm five seeing. is a seed. Five is a seed for this wrong, for this wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, you are uh, right. I, yeah. The thing of Resident Evil Six. I remember was it the the Leon campaign that people were like that's the in quotes good one, and I started with that, and I was just like, if this is the good one, this Jesus is not. The, it's not the good one. It's not. It's. <laughs> I mean, that's it's an Exumeron. Like, you can't... There's no... I know, but uh, I think that was, like, the rhetoric of the time of being like, this is the closest to Resident Evil. Like, start of this one, then the no. rest... And, and I was like, no, this is terrible. I played the Chris one as well, which was even worse. And I never even played the other one. Yeah, I have a hard time picking which is worse, actually. Because at least in... Uh, anyway, we'll talk about it another <laughs> time. Uh, anyway, five. Yeah, I, for me, it's just, ex- high, like, extremely mediocre, uninspired, and just not not recognizable as Resident you, Evil. You, you uh, did say something. The racism that, is a bonus, uh, you know, that's like... Jesus Christ! You, you, you said something not a good that bonus. I want to... <laughs> okay, yeah, to, to clarify. I, no, no, it's not clarify. I need to confess something. You said five was the start of the sins, I, I think that's fair in terms of laziness and copying off other people. And I think Resident Evil in general copied a lot as a franchise from other mm. genres, even now in fucking 7 and 8. But that being said, I think a lot of the five evils came from 4. And 4 is good. Yeah. But yeah. It, Whoa, 4 it, is very you know, good. It, I agree. It, it, it may have been the downhill. I agree. 
I agree. I think we need to rewrite uh, the history there. I think uh, four. It's I'm, not I'm a not rewrite because it's remake. obvious that five rips off four. Yes. Remake like... is the pinnacle. And uh, <laughs> I've not played remake. I should. Yeah. You should. I mean, I only watched Murph play it, and even that was like, wow! Like I was like, Jesus, man, this seems like this could have been, you know, the new level for this. It, which, it was so weird to me when you were series. writing on Resident Evil that you're like most positive is like, I like how funny Wesker was in the first. I was like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Remake is pretty good. It's kind of weird. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I can see that like it's remake seems generally fantastic. Like, uh, and uh, like four is. You know that's the the bad timeline for me. I totally agree. Even though in four it may not be yet apparent, and I think it also came in at a good time, where like you know people were like like just a lot of people played it on the GameCube and stuff like that. And just I mean hit. even now today the game is good. It's just that sometimes a good thing can start bad habits. You yeah. know? Yes. Yeah. For sure. Um, I should play eight. I hear eight. I, I I was okay on seven, but people seem to like eight a lot. Oh, see, I'm different. I'm completely different. I love 7, and 8 seems to me to be another downhill slope. Well, well, well. Uh, yeah, the, the opinions <laughs> Here we vary. are. Opinions differ. Um, I like that saw level in 7. That level was fun. The saw level? There's a level in yeah, it where you, you it's, it's basically saw. Oh, yeah, that, that yeah, it's like a, an escape room, Lucas. It's when you when you interact with Lucas. Yeah, um, that's that's great. Uh, that whole section. I, I I think seven does a really good job with scares, um, and then eight eight tries to do the it tries to do like a mix between mm-hmm. a bunch of shit, and then it's like just <laughs> I I already said my I actually already said my comments on it. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. look back on an earlier episode. You'll hear my opinions. They have not changed. All right. Um, we have one more game where it's going to be a lot of raging. But uh, before, before that, I want to quickly mention New Warware, Get It Together, it's called, uh, is out. It's great, fantastic Warware game. New Conceit is instead of like being sort of a, a random, like, you know, like being in the game, controlling a specific thing in a specific micro game like it used to be, um, it, you have the Warware cast as like characters in let's say like cursor size a bit bigger than cursor size but like they're in the micro game and they all have different like movement different abilities and so um think like wireless smooth moves where you had to hold the remote differently before each micro game and it would tell you like like hold it like now like this like it would give the it would give it like the uh, specific ways to hold it specific na- like different names uh here basically um you can finish uh, one micro the same micro game with a lot of different characters uh in you know in different ways um and that's very cool obviously some characters are a bit obsolete or like some characters are like better versions of others but there's still plenty of ones that are unique and um it, the art like the the effort here you know is still it's totally the way it's, like on the level it should be like a lot of great weird different art styles for all the different micro games a lot of great the creativity you would expect um great cutscenes actually like um there's like cutscenes where the style of like the diamond city which is a city in barrier is like rendered in a sort of photorealistic style and then you have the wire characters as like the cartoons that they are walking in it it looks really great um it has ec- once you sort of beat the game, which, you know, obviously that's 
kind of where WarioWare begins. It's not where it ends, but it begins because you just play once through the story, once through every character's levels, and then all this other stuff opens up, all these other extra games. And in this case, there's also the Warrior Cup, which is a weekly challenge where you where you play and then submit a score and we've been going at it at that i'm still the the community champ the community number one at the moment waiting for fred and the show david to show what he's made of made of and uh, post a better score we'll see if he can do it um so that is very fun uh, and they have a very high local multiplayer component a lot of stuff is playable um a lot of the extra games which i haven't been able to try yet because of that uh, are actually you know for two people and up which is really good it reminds me of smooth moves which had really fantastic uh, multiplayer mo local multiplayer modes so that is a hit i'm glad it i'm glad they they nailed it um with the new warware one of my favorite series war war just one of the best uh series anyway um you know so yeah very happy about that now make a new warrior land you fucking cowards Right. Uh, Wario is a seal of quality. I don't know what you want to say. Yeah, he's one of the best uh, for sure. Like, how many characters have not one but two series with basically no bad games in them? Like, uh, it's it's really incredible. Um, Wait, do you like Master of Disguise? That's. I mean, that's debatable if that's a land game, you know. But yeah, <laughs> like so. No, no, but you said you know. Whatever. Huh? No, it's not a Wario Land game. But uh, but yeah, he said you know, his straight okay, Master of Disguise is them. no Master of Disguise is bad and uh, and Warware had a like Warware Snap that was a um, DSiWare game which was not good but like that aside like largely Warware, speaking like, the the mainline titles for the franchises are great. yeah yeah like, the ones that matter were like you know, and, but really it's just I, I think it's just those two like I I think it's Master of Disguise on on the land side if we call it as a land game and snap which is just the small downloadable dsiware title um otherwise i think it's just quality throughout uh yeah. so yeah just what a what a great guy character uh all right so get that everyone i'm giving you less than 12 minutes to talk about Ugh, that, that will fair. not be enough jesus Christ. this game it is will not so bad so i inspired uh, i inspired steven to also play it uh, yesterday, right? You played yesterday as yep, well. Yep. Hashtag Game Pass. Mhm. Mm um, okay, so this is a game. I think six years in development. Obviously, yeah. very prestige. Uh, at some point, at some point, be has like became pretty prestige. A prestige indie release. Uh, yeah, it's what you call them, Annapurna, isn't it? Well, Annapurna picked it up, and um, you know, it has like this voice cast consisting of uh, Daisy Ridley, James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, and Willem McAvoy. Yeah, there you go. Okay, and uh, it's about it's an, a sort of an adventure game. Let's call it uh, where sort of you have to get out of the scenario that keeps repeating. It's um, a time loop game. Yes, where you're this married couple, and then a home intruder comes in and uh, you know uh, basically um, kills you <laughs> more or less, um, and uh, because he's after something that you have, and he implies that your wife is a murderer. So I would say it, he doesn't imply your wife is a murderer. I'd say he straight up says it. That is true. That is true. And now you have to figure out what's going on. You know, Break the loop. Do, do some stuff. Figure out knowledge. Your character knows he's in the loop. So uh, in the next yeah. loop, you will know stuff that you figured out in the previous loops. And you can use that to get get 
you know things out of your wife out of the guy it's very limited in the scope uh, yeah. in terms of the characters like it's these three characters are basically it there's one other character on the phone yes. uh, that you talk to and another character that's technically mm. not a new one yeah. but we can't <laughs> yes. talk about that i don't want to say it too much no. i just want to say it is both like people have been focusing on how stupid the narrative is and how like dumb which it is. is and everything which it is totally but, but that is just a small like that's one one piece like one little layer of on this shit sandwich uh that is this game which is really extremely like so many things where i thought how did no one step in in all these years and say something like it's up to the the puzzle design is obtuse the loops like what you have to do in each loop um is obviously you can also waste loops you don't have to like do something new every time but it takes so long to experiment with something to try out an idea because you still have to see it played out i don't know how there's not better speed up mechanics in this where you just blast through something you've already seen it gameplayifies the speed up mechanics so like you do the same interaction with your wife every time at the beginning so you want to skip through it when you skip through it it makes your guy be an asshole and i'm like i don't want to be an asshole i want to skip through this thing because he's like pushes the wife away it's just she's just like oh you're back honey and you're like not now and i'm like i don't want to be a dick just i just want mm-hmm. to get to the next part of the game yeah yeah even the correct path uh, requires you to repeat the same thing uh, over and over and mm-hmm. like uh like some like it's and it's part of the design like you like you think you would think like you know like at the start you make big jumps between loops and then um later on it really just wants you to do the same thing it really it doesn't want you to like but so constrainedly so like it will give you a thing at the end of a thing at the end of a Mm -hmm. loop that you'll then just need to get to that end again to drop the thing so to be very vague there's a reveal at the end about a name and there's a one thing you know what it is but if you went into that conversation with that object you could interact with it straight away so you have to do the exact same loop again to get to that exact same point then go oh look a thing and it's like oh it's so but you that's a such bad puzzle design because you as the player go oh I know this but you can't do it oh yeah 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 so basically the design of the progression the progression design here is really 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 awful like mm. uh the like how it layers sort of like the a, a let's say a critical run where each loop you do the exact amount needed to progress in the next one like how that is how that builds is extremely bad uh it it's so um you know all over the place in again like in one thing you do a lot and one thing you do so you do basically nothing you just repeat it for like a small small change um and it's not obvious and this is all with like if you did it with a guide right like if you're trying to Which figure I it did. out yes I, I i didn't do do from the start for, for like at some point i was like i've tried so many things it takes yeah, four fucking ever to try some to try a different new idea i am done I'm just gonna yeah. see it this uh, see this through, and then, then you know the narrative itself is really bad. It makes no sense, uh, and then it just makes no sense. Like even for like, like it continues to make zero sense. I would compare oh, it to yeah. something like, uh, even though Stephen uh, 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 will disagree, but uh, maybe he won't disagree about the comparison. But I I also uh, would would compare these two in terms of quality, but. It reminded me of Kaufman's last film, uh, which I you know, really hated. Um, but uh, you would at least agree that it's comparable to that in terms of like where it goes, right? In terms of the you um, know, certain. I, I think like it wishes it was that. Like even if you don't like that, which I know that you don't. I I, I love that movie, but like like yeah, I, I, it's just this. It just feels like 
I'm not surprised this game is like six years in development. It's the kind of narrative that would seem really edgy like six years ago and now it's just like so just like oh whatever and when it gets to a thing at the end just like mm, great but like with this like in vogue idea of like time loops moment which is in film and in video games we just love time loops moment like i mean, I'm, i presume you two played outer wilds uh i, I have i yes. didn't really play it which is just one of my favorite. I just I love that so 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 much, and like mm-hmm. everything that does brilliantly, this does so terribly. But the whole idea of a time loop is it allows you as the as the player to be the mm-hmm. skill growth. So therefore, like my knowledge is enriching the game. But you just can't do that in this at all. Is like yes, I know more things, but I'm so beholden to what the game will let me do. And the level of interactivity in this game is so terrible. Like there's no like fun playing around. There's no discovery. It's like do the things you're supposed to do. Like so, I walked in and picked up a knife. And so obviously the first thing I did, I, you know, I was like, use knife on self, what happens? But it will keep overriding what you try to do to be like, no, don't do this. And I'm like, no, no, I did the thing. Let me do the thing. So then I walked around with a knife and just tried dragging knife on two things. Like, here's a painting. I was like, knife, painting. And it's like, no. I'm like, well, why can't I knife the painting? Why can't I interact with this? There are so few objects. There's like five things you can pick up. And like each of them has like a thing that it does. So it's not even any like sandbox fun to this loop of just like like emergence out of it. It's just absolute crap toy box to get one narrative and the narrative sucks. You can't even get uh you couldn't do more items because it would just be miserable, even more. Yeah, miserable. I know. You would have to totally completely rehaul um how you uh, the experimentate the the the, the, the the sort of boundaries of experimentation in the game to include more items. Like that would be the first step them to be yeah. you know to and the, like if you as if you put more items in the game as it is right now it would be even more miserable because no, you, you just right. have more stuff to experiment and waste time and get nowhere and take it to take forever to do it so um to to you know even more time to see everything played out you know every time the guy shows up and at that point you're kind of locked you can't escape to even yes. cu- cut it short you still have to watch play out like how he, how he like cuffs you and then and so on um so yeah and then how it ends there's different endings but they're not really different it's just that there's one way to sort of escape the um spiral and basically re-end the game and reset it so to speak and the others you basically return no they make no sense especially how you trigger them how you get to them yeah, so bad. The morality of the one that it makes you choose, like, there's a decision at the end where it presents something, I'm like, yeah, let's not do that. And it's like, no, you're going to do that. I'm like, um, no, let's not do that. And if you choose to not do that option, it just, like, holds you in some, like, purgatorial thing to try and work out to get the actual ending. Yeah. Uh, I mean, ba- yeah, there's basically three sort of ways to Ugh. to do it. And the third is, like, the third even requires one specific thing, which you may not even have gotten. Like yeah. it requires a specific interaction that you do repeat a specific interaction during the sort of loop uh, uh, to get a bit, let's say, you know, a, a line, let's say, a sentence, yeah. um, which then you can use to like reset. Anyway, oh god, uh, that, yeah, that's, I that's just that's that. just that's just minor. Yeah, that's just minor criticism. Like but- uh, for for you know stuff that is for a game that is so fundamentally inc- yes. ill-conceived on so many levels. Um, yeah. People need to. I, mean, I keep saying like like people keep saying this, this game gets terrible, but I'm like that is a disservice. This game is terrible from the beginning. Like yeah, you yeah, walk yeah. in and the first thing you see is a shining carpet, and like my old my eyes almost like fell out of my head. And be like, oh great. The voice acting <laughs> yeah. is terrible. Like Willem Dafoe is I guess like the highest point because he's got a fun voice, but James McAvoy is terrible. Don't know why he's even there. Daisy Ridley, might as well be anyone else. Like bad. 
they have bad things okay. to say. Interesting. Okay, I I, agree. I I would say the voice acting is the most competent aspect of it. Personally, I thought Willem Dafoe was fun, but the other two, like James McAvoy, is bad. I thought the I thought Ridley was like the the woman is really off in the voice acting. I thought the main guy like the which is you know voiced by McAvoy uh, he's I, oh he did all right personally but okay anyway uh, this is uh, another <laughs> minor point I, th- I thought he did all right actually personally but um like some readings i was like oh that's pretty good but <laughs> there um, you go some readings are pretty good that's the highest praise we have for 12 minutes there you go uh yeah don't even try it because it's just make you frustrated and this is mm. not this has been like a common thing i wonder i really want to know like how like how like how how the what what kind of reception um what the image of the reception is that has sort of reached the developers like what do they think like what is what do people think of our game like i would would be really curious to see like what has reached them in terms of the the response to their game Uh, do you feel like pablos if this had come out like six years ago like it would have had more positive interest because people were like oh at least it's different i feel there was this time in like video games where we deified it being different if it wasn't good like whoa 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 guys remember when david cage was a thing well exactly that's what i'm getting out there people was like oh this is great because maybe 10 years thing with like a yeah 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 i don't know about the exact year you said steven but but, but like maybe 10 years or whenever david cage was popular (laughs) yes 2008 you're forgetting what kind of you know where like how far indie games were mm. in 2015 already great games i mean yeah, yeah we're talking yeah. today about a game that came out several years before that even so oh. um the the yeah so not not but let's say 10 years and and then it it would but also then it, after five years it would be like yeah. the revised uh, opinion of it would see all the issues again um but yeah, so uh, I don't think the mechan. I think the mechanical problems are and the design issues are don't don't depend on any time. It's like no. it would always have been frustrating and uh, aggravating. So yeah, there you go. Uh, fuck that game. But it's yeah, awful. It's, it's on Game Pass. Skip it. You know, play something else. There's so much free stuff on Game Pass. Don't 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 need to see this one for yourself. Um, all right. You know what? Buy it on Steam. Play it for two hours and refund it just so they know. <laughs> yeah, play it for twelve minutes. All right, play for exactly. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, le- that was a big like a jumbo edition of uh, you know what you've been playing. Our our first half of the podcast usually um, because you know it's been a while and we just want to talk about some games. I thought it was I thought it was very very fun. Um, we're gonna cap it off with our game of the week, which you know since we already talked so much. This is maybe not going to be the longest discussion, but it's still a game we all enjoy greatly, which is the game Fez, um, which came out in 2012 on the 360, where it sort of launched exclusively and then uh, hit uh, Windows a year later, PlayStation Systems another year later in 2014, and this year it got a Switch port. Um, uh, yeah, and it's uh, a game by Polytron Corporation and famously its main designer, Feel fish, mm. uh, rest in peace. Oh, he left games. Fun. He left games afterwards. Um, and uh, yeah, this is a this is a puzzle platformer, you know, indie game. So that should be your first guess. But uh, quite a special one. Uh, we um, this this is from a time we should say where one could still have a clear picture, like a clear overview of indie games. It wasn't so. Yeah so so crowd so crazily crowded i wonder how the game would play today like if it, how much attention it would get i think the people that would play it would recognize it's 
how good it is but it'd probably be an under like by the you know mm. it, it would go under a little bit um it, especially regarding the visuals which are you know it, it would be doing a disservice to just say it's retro but like yes if it came if it was promoted today people would be groaning in the comments mm. about how another you know retro mm -hmm. graphics you know exploration you know what i mean yeah. but but this game does a lot more with color and space people still it's, need to learn the distinction between pixel art and a ret like a specific retro sort of referencing a specific time of retro games which this isn't really this is a pixel art look but yes. it's not referencing any old um console any old like no but there are some like console. some screens in it like take you into like specific uh, I, I, like i would, I would to, say to that yeah especially regarding like pc stuff when mm. it glitches out is i think the biggest time when yeah uh you could see and there's a, a nice easter egg where it references a game boy but yeah. the game boy uh, look but um anyway this is a puzzle platform where you play as gomez mm. which who is like a little you know little little guy and uh he witnesses a hexahedron <laughs> shatter which uh then seems to destabilize reality. Which, to put that in and context, he lives in a 2D world and he sees a 3D thing. Like, he's just exactly. like, whoa. He sees that, that breaks, and it unveils sort of the third dimension. The game sort of, like, the, the sort of the, the, the universe, the reality starts glitching out. The game, and with it, the game, there's, like, always this sort of equivalence there of, like, you know, the, the world um, as a world, sort of diegetically, and then the video game which are sort of equated uh mm. in, in many ways um and he gets a fez that lets him uh turn the world that lets him turn uh that lets him sort of sort of realize this the actual sort of 3d nature of the world by spinning it around and seeing sort of all four sides uh of it and this leads to like fun environmental uh, puzzles where you know stuff gets aligned in different ways and lets you create paths and you you know call, collect the pieces of the broken hexahedron uh, you basically you jump you can hold onto ledges and pull yourself up uh, that is one i would say the yeah. like one pillar of the game and the second pillar of the game is more one of straight up puzzling uh, where uh, the world is sort of um, plastered with these codes and signals mysterious mysterious like uh uh codes that you you have to decipher with very little uh guidance um at, at, upon release it was a collective effort by the player yes. base uh that uh, led to sort of the deciphering of these riddles and um new game plus even adds a uh, a mechanic um that that emphasizes this aspect of the game so the new game plus is like much more even about this aspect like less about sort of the perspective stuff or like the jump platforming and more even about this sort of uh crypt cri cryptographical uh let's say yeah. uh, aspect of the game um some some influences for this game uh i was thinking about it and also so just read was curious like what people likened it to in their t reviews at the time good uh, uh something that also was also thought of was the game crush um which uh, maybe uh was a psp uh game um another psp game is echo chrome uh that uh i could see that uh, you could uh you know you could compare this uh interesting people also compared it to super paper mario uh which also you know obviously uh, makes you know makes sense uh so you, you got this uh, playing with perspective with 
dimensions and stuff like that. Those are some influences for this game, which then took that and, and ran with it. Um, yeah, that is my that's why I would, um, characterize the game. Last thing before we discuss uh, uh, is also that this is an early soundtrack for a disaster piece, with, yes. which then uh, you know had quite a successful career from from then. Uh, I think it was this was like their their second like soundtrack like their second they started in game soundtracks and this was like the second one I think, um, and and yeah I mean I think they also, they've also scored various films since then right like it yeah, follows it follows and, yes. and under the silver lake as well yeah so uh, so yeah the soundtrack was also note like noted noted like, regarded as very notable uh, all right let's talk about the game. Let's have some thoughts. Some uh, thoughts. I uh, I personally liked um, the the flow, which was very peaceful. The yeah. the game goes at your own pace, and obviously you have those moments where you're stuck and you don't know what to do. But the game never has a heavy emphasis on impending. It's just you take it at your own pace and it, it was very casual whenever i played it i would play it for little chunks of time and it was just so pleasant every time mm-hmm. I, I just have such a distinct memory of this game coming out and just being like i played nothing like it and i just loved it so much of this like because like you, you described the two pillars of the game which like now looking back like it's this part thing part thing but like that second pillar was just un- no one knew that was going to be there and i was like yeah, starting to play totally. it and being like oh this is a fun puzzle platformer and, like oh what a cool thing that it's got this like 3d gimmick great and then slowly realizing being like wait this game isn't that at all and like the stuff going in the background is is the foreground and it's so important i had i had a whole like binder full of notes I'd, I took so many notes try to work mm. things out I got so deep into things I was like trying to, I was in the community at the time trying to work stuff out of just like being like realised there was a language in the game because it, it, you're used to things in games just being like there for aesthetic reasons as a design or like just world building and to realise that telegraph those symbols, explained to you yeah and to realise that those symbols in the background that oh that's not just aesthetic that's a language and you have to work out that's a language and there's all these kind of like puzzles and codes and even just like replaying it just a little bit ago and just like having that sense of discovery of like when you first stand on that thing and it starts to like vibrate and you're like what does that mean i have to press the things that that way that way that way and just finding this game hidden within this game it's just the actual game was just an utter revelation yeah the the game has such a good sense of exploration and also detail in the actual like just every aspect every fucking pixel Mm. of the thing like can just pop and as soon as you just see it in a different way um it like enlightenment happens like there's a lot of aha moments and the game maintains aha moments and then like with added complexity it just it just keeps going it's really cool um and hearing you hear about your binders um <laughs> and your focus on detail i'm like oh that's probably one of the reasons why he likes dark souls <laughs> yes mm-hmm. um i remember the i mean i remember very vividly the the lead up to this game uh, people were extremely yeah. excited, um, you know, really taken with the uh, with the look of it and the mecha- main mechanic. Um, and I remember, like, whenever it would be demoed somewhere, like, you know, people would be hungry for new footage of the game. And um, I seem to remember, like, it was also a long time not clear when it would come out. So it's definitely like, you know, some you know this typical thing of like, you know, it will come out when it's ready. And um, it didn't take as long, I don't think. Maybe I'm mistaken. I actually should have looked that up. Um, as uh, 
as uh, 12 minutes <laughs> but uh, I, I, I remember at the for... very least um, when Indie Game the movie came out yeah. five years hadn't come out yet I, I, I oh, just God, yeah. uh, read about it. it's fi- five years so one year you know but in the ballpark of 12 minutes uh, one year less but maybe uh, they just took too long five... 12 minutes maybe if they took five years it'd be great yeah maybe maybe yeah I could do something I could make something better in 12 minutes but, uh, <laughs> yeah I agree the, uh, the yeah so so people are really looking forward to that um obviously uh i don't want to talk about it too much because i don't think it really matters but uh, i just want to say for like historical reasons um the desi- main designer phil fish was also pretty uh you know was also like like he, he this was one of the games that was part of the indie game the movie uh documentary that focused on um on this game on super meat boy and on braid jonathan mm-hmm. blow um and uh like you know the, there was a big anticipation here for this game and like you said to um to really withhold <laughs> this major aspect <laughs> of the game despite like like despite the the media the, the really extreme media attention um it had and stuff like that was you know was a was a extremely smart move um yeah. uh and you know obviously t- the game has also nice references uh thrown in i think they're pretty i would say like f- um tasteful for the time like that's maybe <laughs> something that i think today maybe would be done a little bit differently because so many games now have done these references like this meta aspect of like um these meta references and stuff like that the carpet have, and the shining for example have then been uh yeah have then you know like they they really were done a i lot think in, some in indie, indie games still haven't learned the lesson <laughs> i think is, oh I think yeah in some cases this was reserved mm. right 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 that's you know uh, this you know this is from an era like where which was was mostly quite a bit quite a few years earlier but something like i want to be the guy you know which was a full-on uh tour through um these old nintendo games you know like wasn't the reference like the references were the game uh and stuff like that and that was a big staple a big pillar of like indie games at the time of like doing some both doing crossovers between indie games and like i said they'd still do that i'm not saying yeah put shovel knight in every game and then uh <laughs> yeah and then obviously these references but i think they're they're done well and it, it works like in the in the game it's not like you're all of a sudden the thing is like you're not all of a sudden in a different game you're not all of a sudden in a um <laughs> in the mushroom kingdom <laughs> or whatever like uh it, it it you know it's uh it's 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 well done it's not too it's, it's not too many like it's it's done i would say in a in a very uh moderate amount um so yeah uh, i i really uh was i was part of that you know group of that was like you know anticipating this game and then uh it fulfilled that those expectations um and then some like uh, mm. it was a great great like great puzzle, puzzle platform i would still like uh, and and what brogan said upon replaying it now uh, i just fired up my 360 and played it there again um mm. uh the the like i said the serene nature the sort of uh you're basically not stirred by anything like there's no pressure you know you can just um you can just go ahead and play like if you if you mess up 
um, you just respawn immediately. Which is really um, interesting, though, because like, when you think it's a platform, you're like, oh, this is like chill, forgiving platform. And then you realise that that's actually part two. No, because you're supposed to be just like scanning things and trying to work out a greater puzzle of like realising that actually like, laid back mm-hmm. idea is actually in service of what the game really is, is another another great thing about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, you know, that's something that we, the games don't do much. I personally don't see this. I don't see the Dark Souls comparison. Like, I see it on a surface, but I, I don't I, think I didn't Dark mean Souls yeah, yeah, not, not as games. It just, yeah, it's, Dark Souls does it more with the lore stuff, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, the uh, one thing I will say, I think that is not, that can be, like, if there's something that sort of grates a little bit or, like, can, 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 like, make the experience a bit, uh, you know, detract a little bit from the experience. I said sometimes the backtracking and like getting to yeah. a totally different going to a totally different place it just can take a while like the loading the the, the map is not very good um in the yeah, yeah. Well, of video okay. games. Uh, can we bookmark the map thing we'll, we'll talk about it later no let's talk it now yeah, yeah, yeah. okay all right i don't like it no it's terrible <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's not a great map no it, it, it's good that it lets you know like oh it you have not cool. solved a thing in here it looks cool it's especially nice and it has that thing of being like you've not solved a thing in this screen or there's a thing that you should solve in here that's useful right. but to when you because the game is like on so many levels and planes and levels hidden of levels of once you start to find more it just gets so overwhelming and confusing it's such a bad way of surfacing that information it, it, it does the bare minimum mm. for what it would be or else I would call it I would call the, not the game bad, but I would have it as a severe mark. But yeah. like it does just enough in terms of telling you what rooms are connected <laughs> to what rooms and what you're missing that I think it's acceptable. But yeah, in terms of other locations, and part of me I understand too is like you don't want a map that tells you where the door yeah. to the next room is because half of the fun is finding out where the door is. But it's also just such a hard balance because mm-hmm. sometimes you're frustrated and you're like, what, what is this? Where am I? <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't agree. I think yeah, we all agree. <laughs> that is the one clear weak spot in this is that uh, it, it's an open world and sometimes, you know, getting around it yeah. is, is a bit ty- tiresome. Well, especially it's yeah, like, which... like it's one of those games where in the way that again, to you should, again, out of wires is so good of like, it, you are playing it or you're not playing it of you'll be like, I was like, would go out to like a lecture or whatever and come and be like, Oh wait, the solution is blah. It's that sense of you could be in like a level far, far away and go, Oh, wait a minute. I was supposed to do that in that place. Cause it has this great way of being back in your mind. And then to get back there is just a pain. So th- that is a shame of the sense of like the immediacy of trying to work something out. And it, the game playing in the background does not fit to the actual traversal in the game. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to have that. Like for me, I did have a, a spatial memory issue mm. for a game. That's like really comprehensive in utilizing space um, and there are a lot of like variety in terms of color and like landmarks and stuff. I I had a hard time remembering which door to go through to go to which room, which I think is ultimately you know. Yeah. 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 Um, Put Gomez right. and Smash. You know. <laughs> there we go. Right. There you go. Um, well. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't really have too much more to say. Like, uh, uh, I think um, we talked about the most important thing about sort of this 
uh, this game coming out when this game came out you know what that was like it's it, it's hard to talk about like what it means now like uh, man, you, it's, it's yeah, still a great you weren't game. there man you weren't there man it was an event you had to be there it meant something yeah it's it's still a, it's still a great you know puzzle platformer but uh, and you know even if you don't know what it's about you could still have that moment you know of course but uh, obviously the you cannot be the first to figure something out yeah. here anymore but uh I, you know i don't think that's a big problem yeah. it's just that that is a fact it's just a it's it's sort of the internet felt a bit different is. then as well like it wasn't like prevalent everyone streaming everything like it was very much more like discursive on message right. boards it, it, it's very much a game that you can play outside of its time but it was so in conversation with its time and like it was an event to the release of this game and it was a yeah. moment to be in the zeitgeist of game at that point and it was just it was it was so cool to be in that moment I think even the first play, you know, it's it's absolutely worth it just for the first playthrough because yeah. the quality of the puzzle, uh, the the puzzles, uh, you know, with the, with the main mechanic there, flipping the world is yeah, totally, you know, one hundred percent sound, and uh, uh, I'm glad it's I'm glad, you know, that's why when you say like it's actually this other game, like I'm glad it's, you know, it's not just that other yeah, game. Both I'm games are good. Also, this this game because that this one is sort of. Um, will always work um, and will always uh, uh, be a guarantee for this to to appeal to to someone and uh, to have a good time um, and you know even if you do the other stuff by your own or re even, if, even just read about it I think you know they still still appreciate it even if you don't uh, go all the way with uh, with the detective uh, stuff. I feel like and, one uh, sign of a really good puzzle game is when when like if you are stuck on the solution and you read the solution, you go, "Oh, that is a very clever solution, actually." And I feel like you would get that with Fez being like, "Oh, that's a really clever thing to do." That you can still appreciate the sense of like the artistry behind the design of it. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Well, is that it's is this is this uh, a dating cast in the books? Um, yeah. I, I, I got a question. Is, is the polyhedron a kaiju? <laughs> well, <laughs> tune in next time. We yeah. were going to end the episode on a question for the audience. So there you go, uh, audience. Debate yeah, that yeah. in the forums. Well, uh, thank you, Stephen, for, uh, for joining us. Thank you for having um, me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Yes, and uh, suppose we, you know, we'll, we'll have you on, uh, back on at some point. Um, since you know you uh, we, well maybe for that no more heroes uh, i would like that heck see. yeah let's do that yeah yeah um, well, Pavlos, and maybe we i don't also... even know what's the next episode <laughs> it won't come out for well, hang on years, i wasn't so finished I, fi I wasn't finished yet i still have to say something while i look up what the next topic is uh, okay. the uh, obviously maybe we can also get a kaiju uh game going at some point uh like psychonauts oh yeah is that one uh, yeah, you go inside. You go inside the mind of a. a I mean, a one that's like basically. properly one, you know. Uh, well, uh, according to our list, <laughs> the game next game would be Metal Gear Ghost uh, Babel. Um, Are we doing that still on the game cool. of color? Because I'm still I'm still in a tunnel is my thing. So uh, I, you know what comes <laughs> out may be different. <laughs> I played that game. That game is right. a game. All right. Um, yeah, we'll talk about it. Uh, like we talk after this if we still want to do that so um Metal yeah we will definitely be back with some game that can guarantee that uh um, <laughs> maybe it's ghost babble maybe it's something else we shall see this uh you know we could have we could have made we could have uh figured this out beforehand but you know the us, main takeaway you know is that this. we're back 
you know now. this podcast yeah we were all banking we were, we were just banking on the good good vibes from us being <laughs> back uh, <laughs> all right uh well yeah thank you again uh steven and uh, thanks rogan as always um thank you hopefully ho- hopefully hopefully two weeks we can uh you know we'll be back in two weeks um and i guess steven if you want to plug something go ahead um, yeah, listen to the ranking the monsters. I guess I'm on it, and I'm sure we'll get both of you on it at one point, if not separately or together. Mm. Um, I know mm. you've both expressed interest in specific films, so that's our, our kaiju podcast. We talk about kaiju movies, pretty much just Godzilla movies and tertiary um, links to that. I'm but, gonna yeah. break the kaiju cast. I haven't I'm seen any of the movies it. you talk about, and I enjoy every episode. I'm, hey, uh, I'm happy a, to hear that. Loyal, loyal. And you're, a, you're a discerning consumer, so that means a lot. I'm a loyal listener. Yes, uh, Bergen. Do you want to plug the the uh, YouTube channel? Uh, yeah, I've got a YouTube channel. Um, I don't know what it would appeal to specific people. I do Dark Souls lore. I have done Silent Hill playthroughs by myself, and uh, once in a while I'll do an indie game. And then I have done the Resident Evil Five playthrough with Murph. So as of right now, it's just whatever I feel like recording. Cool. Yeah, six is coming. Maybe Bergen and I can. And, and what's that channel there. called? Uh, if 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 Pavlos and I ever play a game, we'll I'll put it on uh, the channel for sure. Uh, it is called Bro Guy. I'm pretty sure. At the very least, just <laughs> include a link in the description. <laughs> if you look uh, down now, we'll see. you'll see the link in the we'll description. See. There you go. We'll see. Um, <laughs> you know. Uh, and what's the link to your OnlyFans again? Oh. He's he stopped that since the new rules. So. Ah, I thought they reverted those. Yeah, anyway. that, he didn't like the reversion. <laughs> That's what he was against. All right. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, yeah, see you next time. Bye bye. Stay fresh. <laughs> <laughs>